0: Hi friend, I'm Rick Pasquale. I know God has a word for you today. As you listen, let God speak to you. He loves you and he has a great plan for your life. Now join us live for our service. Our Bible verse for the month that the young adults read to you today. I will read again. For if you remain silent at this time... Relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows. But that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Wow. How would you like to have that information? How would you like to hear someone say you're put in this spot. Because God has put you in this spot for this moment. And in this moment, you have the ability to change history. Wow. Think about that. When you think about it, that's a big picture. That's huge. I think changing the history in one person's life is huge. Do you hear what I said? Changing the history and the destiny in one person's life is huge. And I think we as a church have got to always remember. One is important. Yeah, we're, our goal is to reach a million. And we're on our way to do that. But I want you to know, the one matters. And if you don't get that out of this month of me teaching you, Esther mattered to God. But she had to care about others. Father, help us today as we communicate your gospel. I pray, oh God, that all of our lives will be challenged and changed. Lord, I thank you for what you're doing in our church. I thank you for what you have done in individual's life like Anissa. God, I thank you. That that story is duplicated so many times. But Lord, you have brought us for such a time as this. Whether we're sitting in Rome today or we're listening in China today. You have brought us to this moment for such a time as this. Help us to be found faithful. In Jesus' name, amen. To recap for those of you that were not here last week Our points were three. Today our points are two. But the three points from last week is, if you're going to be in this position, God's going to prepare you. I'm telling you. You think you're going to do it all by yourself? No, 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 no. God will prepare you. And then God will position you. He'll put you at the right spot. He knows you. I say it all the time. God created you, so He knows you. Maybe you're new to us. I do not believe that you came from a monkey. I know the textbooks teach you that. Or you came from a theory. You came from God. God created you. And if he created you, that means he has a destiny for your life. So not only will he do those in positioning you, but he will provide for you. I'm telling you, friend, if you step out there and trust God, he will take care of you. It's all in God's hands. I teach it so often. Listen, when you step out of your boat... And you trust God with your destiny. You put your destiny in God's hands. And he's never failed yet. He's not going to start failing. And on your account, your story, your past, he will handle it. No matter what it is. So today, I want to go to week number two of Champion's Care, the subject that if we care, we give, I want you to know that caring for others is important. It's one thing to care for your child or your spouse, which you need to care, and it's a demonstration, but I believe it's more than that, it's deeper than that. So how this story unfolds is simply like this Mordecai who is Esther's cousin who is in a position remember Esther at this moment for those of you that missed last week is now put in the position of queen over the Persian empire with Xerxes Xerxes kicked out her the former queen Because she wouldn't show up to a party. Bad choice. Anyhow. God was setting it up. But there were some bad guys in the kingdom. That wanted to eliminate the Jews. The king didn't know Esther was a Jew. She's put in the kingdom. For such a time as this. A ruling goes forth that says, hey, the entire nation of the Jews is going to be wiped out. Mordecai, the cousin that raised her because of the death of both of her parents, says, look, you're the only one. How would you like to be told that? You're the only one in the whole kingdom. That can go to the king and tell him what's happening. And you think you have a lot of responsibility? How would you like to have that job? You're the only person that can do this. As soon as she heard what her cousin that saved her life had said. She realized if she does this it could lead to her death. Because no one was allowed to enter the king's chamber unless with permission and an appointment. So even though she was the queen, she just couldn't walk in and say, hey, I want a meeting with the king. Immediately, she would die. You talk about courage. You talk about determination. So my two points today is that in order for her to care and show this, she had to have, number one, a deep love for God. She couldn't make the decision that she's about to make unless she really loved God. And the Bible says in Matthew 22, verse 37, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, with all your mind. In other words, everything you got, just love God see esther must have known she she must have had some kind of instinct that she would be willing to give her life so she does something very important that i think we need to make sure it's a practice in our own life she called for a fast and along with fasting a prayer for three days. Can I encourage each of you. Don't make decisions randomly. Don't just decide. People tell me all the time. Well it was my moment for that, that second. I had to decide this second. I like picking on my wife a lot. But you know me. I always get in trouble for doing that. Uh, but she loves to shop. This morning I had to instruct the intern that she was getting in trouble because she decided that she'd start going shopping with my wife. That's not a good thing. Because that leads to then other problems. And I said she can help the team out if she would say, No, Pastor, I do not want to go shopping today. Do you know how far that one's going to go? Not very far. But the idea of giving and caring and saying my wife just loves to shop. In addition to that, she likes to buy. She used to convince me that it was window shopping. Does everybody know what the term window shopping means? Okay, no one knows what that means. Window shopping means you look at the window, and you see what there is there, and then you walk on by. (laughs) You do not purchase. That is window shopping. I can tell you, my wife does not do window shopping. She sees in the window, goes into the store, says, I am buying. Now, she comes home yesterday and says, I have bought some beautiful purses for my daughter's. See, she puts it in the, in the sense that I'm doing something, but the daughter, your daughters, <laughs> are getting the reward. Now that makes a lot of sense to most people, don't it? Because immediately you, you go to her defense and run there and say, "Yes, she should buy those purses for her daughters. It's her birthdays and things that are coming up in their lives, and she gets to go home in a few days and, and, and to to America and to be with them for for a couple things and and uh, and so she wants to take them a gift. Well, it doesn't stop there. I see no mercy in not one person's eyes. Not one bit of mercy. You guys are all for her. You've all decided that that is the best. That's the same attitude that Esther had. I'm going to do this no matter what. I'm going to take care of what needs to be taken care of because God has put me in this position. And I will do what God has asked. Even though Mordecai was the one that asked the question. Put her in the spot. She had to make a decision for herself. I'm telling you, friend, if you will make a decision to follow God for all the days of your life. This morning when I was teaching the baptismal class and all those people were listening to, I was saying, you are making a decision. That you're going to show the entire congregation. I am following God. I'm going to demonstrate it. With a public confession. Of water baptism. Wow. To me I applaud them. Next week as you know in our church it's exciting. I mean people shout and dance and clap and sing. Because of the transformation in people's lives. That's what it's all about. Today it will be your story, it's your song. Singers sang for you, this is amazing grace. Amazing grace happens in our church every week. No one judging, everyone offering. If you've never been a part of our missions convention like next Sunday morning. As you will you will be flabbergasted. You will be speechless of the care and demonstration that people give in this church toward others. Not only by bringing their food and offering that for you. But they will make offerings and, and give commitments that over the course of the next year. They will give a substantial amount of money to help us do missions around the world above and beyond their tithe that's what this church is for we are a a church that not brings us in but we care so much that we give out you can't keep this to yourself I told the baptismal candidates this morning that they will be the ambassador. They will go forth. They will be able to demonstrate not just through their action, but with their words. That only happens. My wife gives because she loves. I give because I love. Esther had to give because she had a deep love for God. I want you to love God with all of your heart. All of your soul. Not just on Sunday. I want it to be every day. When you're dealing with school or you're dealing with business or you're dealing with family. Love God. Don't make hasty decisions. Fast and pray and ponder. Ask for counsel. And watch what God will do for you. He will help you. I believe that she got this deep love from God. And you can take these notes today. She got this from her upbringing. Parents, train up your child in the way that they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart. Save your children the scars of life. By keeping them in the house of the Lord. If you're not from our church and you go, you live in another city, find a good church and look. Maybe one of the most focal points you need to look at is how do they care for children in this church? Did you hear what I just said? Do we care for kids? and you can walk over there yourself any single sunday and you will see dedicated praying workers that love god and that love your children they care they don't just say hey we care and we we throw on a video and they get to sit over there and watch that's not what they do they're singing about jesus and they're they're clapping and they're dancing and they're having snacks. And, but they're being told that God loves you and has a plan for your life. She got this from personally knowing who God is. No God. She got this from knowing how God comes through. You talk about God coming through for somebody. You lose both your parents. And God positions her. For her spiritual then mentor. Cousin takes ownership in the sense of. I'll be your new dad. Wow. We need each of us to have a deep unshakable love for God. Determine in your heart. Nothing will move you. You have made up your mind. Though problems may come. Though discouragements may happen. I will love God with all of my heart. No matter what comes my way. Make up your mind. Don't let little things of life move you in the opposite direction. Talk to him every day. I, I think that's exactly what Esther was showing to us. Her upbringing said, I'm going to talk to you every day, God. Say the prayers with your kids. When your kids get old enough, like the teenager department over here, make sure they're saying their prayers. And the only way they can say their prayers is if, parents, you are showing that. Young adults, don't just pray on Sunday. Or don't just pray over my pancakes that I'm giving up my bisquick pancake mix from America and log cabin syrup that I love desperately. I'm giving up because I love you. But you got to talk. Talk to him. And every day read. Open the book and read. Don't let the only scriptures that come are read to you on Sunday. Every one of you, if you don't have a Bible, I will give you a Bible. And those of you that want deeper studies in the Bible, you know we have those fire Bibles back there to help you. Be around other Christians. She was brought up in the house of God. When it's time for fellowship with the church people, get here. Young adults, next Saturday, you will have a blast with those American kids. You will enjoy the fellowship. Adults, next week when we, we get to eat together, and you will enjoy that time. And then you'll be given the moment to demonstrate your love. I love the Lord. I pray that you have a deep-rooted grounding in love. Wherein God loved us. That he gave his son for us. That's a demonstration of God's love. I'm going to give my son. And he will die for you. Patrick had no idea the the songs to select that would match up to my sermon this Sunday. Why he put, oh, how he loves me in this, this set this weekend. It was his turn to lead in his time. I don't know who picked it. But isn't that amazing that the pastor is talking about the deep love for God. And the music team is singing about oh how he loves me. Isn't that amazing. Number two. Had to have a deep love for her nation. Wow. She knew that the decision she was about to make could cost her her life within a split second there's no debate there's no court ruling there's no let's have a meeting of the council today when somebody walked into the king's presence without the appointment death even the queen and for her to know That she knew, that she knew, that she knew. This is what she was going to do. 1 John chapter 4 verse number 7 starts a series of words that was written by John that really explains, I believe, loving someone else. Dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us. And his love is made complete in us. You want the bottom line there? You want it right in the middle of what you need to know from that? You can't say you love God without saying you love your brother. But they don't look like me. They don't come from my same country. I don't know them. There's nowhere in the Bible that says you get an excuse for that. You get an exemption for that. Because they come from Russia. Because they come from Nigeria. Because they come from the United States. Because they come, I don't love God loves me, so I love others. It should not be that hard. But that group of people did something terrible to me. Bible also goes on to say, love your enemies. That's hard, isn't it? But the Jesus inside you can love anybody. I'm going to say that again. The Jesus inside you, if you love God, that God inside you can love anybody. And I think that that is the demonstration of us loving God is when we love others. Each of your un- nations are unique. I'll give you that. Different laws. Different ways of doing things. Different foods. Amen. Different driving techniques. This is. I pick on this country all the time. For their driving techniques. But I've been in a lot of your countries. And I'm telling you. Let's just pick India for example. India is mass chaos. Constantly. And they put a jeepney style thing. What do you guys call that little thing? Is it, It's not called jeepney. What is it? The little thing with the motorcycle. With the little hut thing on it. Huh? Huh? Rickshaw. rickshaw and it has a little motorcycle it's kind of a normal thing it's crazy but they think they should have control of a billion people and they drive these little rickshaw things and I'm sitting in the back and it's, it's they're, I mean, mass chaos. You think Italian drivers have got four lanes and they put five or six lanes of cars in four lanes. They have four lanes of cars and they put 10 car lanes inside of it and 10, and ten buses in the middle and these, these rickshaw guys, they think I'm supposed to cut way over there because I've got to turn over there. So they cut through right like that. Am I telling the truth? <laughs> My Indians... Am I telling the truth, Indians? Say it out loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they tell you like that too. I'm telling you. Listen. What would happen if a billion people in India, and there's a mass revival going on in India right now, what would happen if all of them came to Jesus? That's one-seventh of the world's population. Wow. Listen, it's not the driving techniques that choo- where I choose to whether I'm going to love you or not. It's Because God lives in me, so I love you. Do I like Indian food? No. <laughs> Do I like, like Ethiopian food? Absolutely not. And I cannot stand. See, I'm an honest person. Some of you would not say either one of those things, would you? And think that that was still okay. And then you put it in your mouth and you say, oh my goodness, I'm about to die. (laughs) Now, the reason is because I cannot eat great spice. So if you think next Sunday I'm going to eat your spicy food, that's not happening. Because I can't, my stomach, something's wrong with my stomach when it comes to really spicy food like injera or Indian food or Ethiopian food. All they do is put a whole lot of spice. Shroom, 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 The hotter, the better. And every time I've been to their country, I've eaten their food. They say, Pastor, you've got to eat this food. And I put it in my mouth and I think I'm about to die. But Listen. I have a deep love for India. I have a deep love for Ethiopia. I'm working out in my schedule now for next year to spend time in Ethiopia. Why? I love those people. I love Ethiopians. but I love you. I become the pastor of the International Church of Rome because I love the nations of the world. I am not pick to say I just love Americans or I just love Kenyans or I just love, I love Kenyan tea. <laughs> you say, oh, I love, my wife loves Filipino spring rolls. Yes. And we love the Philippines. I love Cebu. But I love Manila. Are you listening to me? If I have a deep love for a nation... I have a deep love for a nation. It gives me the ability to say to a nation, love God. Love God with all your heart. Yes, I can make fun of food I do like or not like, driving techniques or what, but that has nothing to do with my love and compassion for the world. Hear me today. Esther is demonstrating to us that she had a moment to make the best decision for the world. She makes the right decision. Potentially, she saves her nation. What if she would have said no? I like to read the Bible stories and look at it from both sides of the table. When I read this Bible story again, as I was studying a few days ago, I thought, well, what if she would have said no? The entire Jewish population wiped off the faiths of the planet. Including her cousin Mordecai. That raised her. She was about to lose her father. (laughs) By a choice. It's coming down to the end of this message. The choices you make. Will determine the destiny. Not only of yourself. But of others. hear me the choices you make not only determine the destiny of yourself but the destiny of others write it down blow up Facebook with it do whatever you want but I'm telling you I'm telling you you have the opportunity to change the destiny in people's lives don't miss your moments Don't miss your moment. Have a deep love, not only for your own nation, but as you will see next week, the entire world. The world right now is watching us. I got it. It's live. You can see it from all over the world right now, every country. And we'll get emails and text messages and things this week that will demonstrate to us it was been all over the world. The destiny that you decide for yourself will not only affect you, but will affect others. See, when we accept Christ into our lives, we become a follower of Christ. And I want us to know when we choose to follow Christ, we not only choose to follow him, but we follow his commandments that say, love one another. I want you to demonstrate it. I don't want Esther to be the only one. I don't want just the story. I want you to say, as for me, I choose to care. That's your prayer today. I choose to care, God. I choose to care for the refugees. The marginalized. I choose to care for the girls on the streets. I choose to care From the poor and the impoverished. I choose to care for the diplomat. I choose to care. I choose. My friend, how can we not care? God loves you so much. How can you not care for others? That's why the decision she made was able to change the world. And I want you to know when she made her decision (laughs) she demonstrated caring and love. And I want you today as I invite you to this altar like we do every week I want you to come to this altar and say to the Lord, Lord, I care. Don't walk out of this room today, say, Yeah, that was a good message. Yeah, that I'm not sure about this or that. Listen, God's listening to your heart today. And some of you've got some disgruntled issues amongst yourself. In not in this church, this church is full, filled with love and joy and peace. incredible but I got prayer warriors that would pray it out if, (laughs) if it wasn't that way all I know is this my friend your life is being watched by God and maybe you've come to this moment for such a time as this so that you could stand up and say not only do I love God but I love others Would you bow your heads, please? Thank you for listening. I pray that you heard from God today. Today I want to say a prayer with you. You need to make sure Christ lives in your life. So would you please say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. And I pray right now that you will come into my heart and into my life. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I'm going to stop doing because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. I know that if you've said that prayer today that you're going to have a life change. Things are going to be incredibly different for your life, and we'd love to help you. So if you would go to our website, icfrome.org, and make contact with us, I'd love to give you some information and get you connected to a church. Remember, God loves you and he has a plan for your life. Bless you.